So our, our, the low end of the spectrum is $8 per employee per month. The high end is $40. Um, average is $13. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We've got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hey folks, my guest today is Jason Maxwell. Uh, he's founded a company called MP, which is formerly called MassPay, uh, wired for HR in 2004. The company's been recognized on the Inc. 5000 list eight times. Apart from MP, Jason founded Fed Up with Cancer, a nonprofit focused on cancer research and prevention. He lives outside of Boston with his wife and his four daughters. Jason, you ready to take us to the top? Thanks for having me, Nathan. You bet. Thanks for being here. You're in a very, very hot space. HR tech, you've got big folks like Vista buying up iSIMS and Bullhorn. You've got others uh, rolling up Jazz HR and these sorts of firms. Where do you fit in the whole ecosystem? So we fit in really the uh, human capital management uh, space along the lines of um, Paycom, Paycor, Paylocity, ADP, Paychex, uh, Zenefits. Uh, those are our primary competitors. Um, we approach the space a little bit differently in that our technology is non-proprietary. Um, we support a platform called, called iSolve, uh, which is a human capital management suite that encompasses onboarding. Can you spell on- that? Sorry. I-S-O-L-V-E-D. iSolve. Got it. So you're paying basically to white label their tech. So really you're a distribution company. Yes. We sell, implement, and support that platform, and we provide services around it. I see. Sort of like how someone would be like a Salesforce service provider to help you install Salesforce. Yes. Do you have engineers on the team? We don't. Okay, got it. So there is so no, I, there's I, no tech. I, I, yeah, I mentioned that in my email. Um, I wasn't sure if I fit into the like prototype. Pro, no, you know, it's still stuff. interesting. It's not, it's, not, it's not usually what we have on, but look, part of building a company is distribution. So, right, and services, right? A lot of stats going to scale, they build services in. So, no, no, that's not a bad thing. I'm just trying to get your full story here. So, sure. so when did you, I guess, when did you first start selling or using ISOB and selling services around it? What year? So, in the beginning, uh, so we're a 17-year-old company, but we partnered with ISOB in 2012. Okay. So, what were you doing between 2003 and 2012? We were a pure payroll service focused on SMB. Um when we made the transition to ISOV, it was really um, designed to be a catalyst to reinvent ourselves into more of an HR technology and services provider. Why was the payroll service not working? 
Uh, payroll service was just getting increasingly commoditized. So, um, you know, there were a lot of um, players in the space and where the, the need was for even small business was um, to help companies with health healthcare reform, help companies to transition to a more remote workforce, uh, onboard uh, and offboard employees electronically, deal with multi multi-state taxation issues. Um, so there was a big shift um, between like 2008 and 2012, especially in lower mid-market companies, which we consider consider to be 50 to 500 employee companies, to, to transition off, you know, pure payroll technology server um, um, platforms to cloud-based solutions that did a lot more than just payroll. Okay, so your margins were getting compressed because it was being commoditized. Yes, the, the pricing um, power of the large players in the space um, was really commoditizing um, the industry. And then you had, you know, the introduction of companies like Gusto, uh, which came in with, you know, really low pricing, um, working a lot through the CPA channel. So especially, yeah. especially in the SMB space, payroll was increasingly commoditized. So Jason, um, what was your best year between 2003, 2012, most revenue? So our best year uh, in terms of year over year growth was 2011. We experienced 44% year over year growth. So our, and what, what was the actual number though? Uh, um, that goes back a long way. So I'm, I'm going to guess it was growing from at that point, you know, 2 million to 3 million. Okay, two minutes. Because say your fastest growth is from your first dollar to like your first ten dollars, right? A thousand percent, you know, you know, growth. But two to three got it in 2011. You then shut. The, did you shut it down completely in 2013 when you pivoted? No, no. We transitioned our clients off a legacy payroll software platform uh, to iSolve, and we started to, um, you know, build out the the competency of our team to support other areas of HR tech. So employee benefits administration, timekeeping, um, onboarding, offboarding, HR workflows, um, and really position ourselves to pursue lower mid-market companies rather than SMB. So mm -hmm. it was a shift from payroll to HR technology and services, and also a shift from um, SMB to lower mid-market. So did you have your own tech team back then? Were you building your own payroll service? Or were you also licensing one back then too? Yes, we were We were supporting one platform then. We I see. transitioned over the entire client base okay. for two years to iSolved. So iSolved. So how many customers are you working with now at iSolved? So we work with 1,300 clients. Wow. Okay. And what do they pay you? What's the model? So the, the model is based on a per employee per month fee. Um, you know, it, it, it scales up anywhere from $8 per employee per month, up to about $40 per employee per month, depending mm -hmm. on the level of services that uh, and, and functionality of the software platform that companies subscribe to. $1,300 times eight, is that eight employees or 1,300 uh, logos? So we have 1,300, just over 1,300 logos. Our average client has 29 employees. Our largest client has 3,200 employees. Um, Got it. So at eight, at eight on average, eight employees, uh, sorry, 29 employees at eight bucks a seat, the average customer is paying like 250 bucks a month, something like that. In SMB, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. What's your what's your highest customer paying you? Like don't name them, but what's the most expensive? So our 
largest client pays us about $400,000 annually. Okay. Uh, they subscribe to basically all of our services. Yeah, um, they get everything, right? For that price. <laughs> they get you. They get a personal handwritten gift card on Valentine's Day from you directly, right? <laughs> okay. So 1,300 logos. And then you said on average 29 seats, right? So you've got almost 40,000 seats you're supporting on the platform multiplied by eight bucks a seat. What's that? 320 grand in MRR, something like that? So we're over that. So our, the low end of the spectrum is $8 per employee per month. The high end is 40. Um, average is... 13. Okay. Got um, it. So you're, you're then closer to like half a million a month. Yes. Our, our average deal value is 6,500. Um, and we'll do 10 million in revenue this year. So That's we'll, cool. we'll, we'll cross the 10 million in recurring revenue, um, mark in 2021. And where are you like right now? What'd you do last month? In terms of the revenue run rate, we're 650,000. Six, oh, wow. Okay. Got it. So $650,000 per month right now. You'll pass $10 million right by December. Where were you a year ago in terms of MRR? Do you remember? MRR, we were, 2020 was an interesting year, um, really, because yeah. a lot of our clients downsized. Um, so we only realized 4% growth last year, which was our lowest growth year in terms of you know, year-over-year numbers. Um, so we were, I would say, you know, 500000 500,000 a year ago. So a bit of a surprise for you today, and many of you know this, but some of you don't. There is a cheat code as a software startup to getting your finances right. And that cheat code is called Pilot. They do bookkeeping, tax, and give you financial expertise perfectly customized for every single founder. And it's not just automated. This is critical with accounting because sometimes we need custom stuff done, whether it's a round or an exit or a sale or just something else. So they put actual experts on your account. And I said, pilot team, please give us a great deal. They have. You can check it out at NathanMaka.com forward slash pilot. They've got expertise in startups. You'll get your own personal expert and specific. Specifically, they're giving a great discount to all of you guys that start working with them today. They integrate with the best financial tools in the business like Stripe, Square, Brex, Gusto, Bill.com, Shopify, you name it, they're there. And they give world-class support and advice. This is the kind of stuff that I use to get my monthly PL balance sheet and cash flow statements done without hiring a full-time CFO on my team. I can get all this done for a fraction of the cost. Do it yourself at NathanLacka.com forward slash pilot. Start today. So why, I mean, this is pretty meaningful. Why hasn't iSolve just acquired you to bring you in, in household time? So iSolve has approached, you know, a lot of companies like us in their ecosystem. Um, so they are growing through M&A. Um, you know, we're, we're pursuing a path of $25 million of recurring revenue in the next uh, five years. Um, so uh, we think there's oppor- opportunity to differentiate in our space, really, with our business model, uh, providing you know wraparound services focused on HR compliance, HR training, um, HR infrastructure, and talent acquisition. Okay, but have you bootstrapped the business? I did. I bootstrapped the business. Um, so you still own one hundred percent. I do. Okay, Jason owns one hundred percent. Got it. So, so if Isolve came to you and offered you, what, what's a What's an agency multiple to on EBITDA? Something probably like you know three would be high, one point five would be average. I imagine. Are you super profitable? Um, we are profitable. Um, we bring about eight percent of the um, 
to the bottom line. Monthly? Um, so, um, annually, you know, we go through cycles of, of hiring. So on an annual basis, you know, we're driving about eight, 8% of net income. Um, yeah, that's 500, 600 grand to the bottom line this year or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how would you value the company today? So the companies are valued really as a multiple of revenue. Um, and, uh, you know, typically companies like us trade anywhere from two and a half times revenue to, you know, five times revenue. That's top. You've seen that agencies trade for top line revenue at those multiples. Yes. Really not EBITDA. Not EBITDA. Um, Interesting. So then yeah, would you would you sell for 25 million bucks all cash up front today? No. Okay. So so what 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 and so why is that? Yeah, I, I like growing the business. I feel like we we can position ourselves well. Um, I feel like there's um, a ton of opportunity to to be a, a stronger regional p- provider and 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 make some noise in our space. So mm-hmm. um, you know what's your team size today? How many people? We have 70 people. Seven zero. Wow. Okay. And how many engineers? Zero. So zero engineers. Okay. Yeah. Sales I mean, reps. Excuse me. Uh, sales reps. We have an account executive team of twelve. We have an SDR team of five, um, and we have a customer success team of two. Okay. Fair. The folks that carry a quota, the AEs. Uh, how, how big is the quota usually? Typically, uh, it averages around four hundred thousand um, dollars for for newer AEs. Um, they scale up to that level. Uh, for more experienced uh, account executives, it could be as high as 650000 of annual recurring revenue. Interesting. That's what you want them to close per year? Yes. Yeah. Do people keep... like A lot of services can be tricky, right? So like, if people pay you to like, get them set up on iSoft, what makes them keep paying for the seats every month? Like, How sticky is this? What's churn? Churn is very low. Um, and, and it's really hard for companies to transition from one HCM platform to another. And really, the reason for that is is companies hire us for our applicant tracking system, payroll, employee benefits administration, onboarding, offboarding. Um, so to transition from one platform to another is a significant amount of work. So typically, you know, we measure controllable churn and non-controllable churn. So controllable churn for us is you know clients we lose to rivals. So in a, in a given year, that averages about four percent. And then we typically experience six to eight percent of non-controllable churn, which is you know our clients get acquired or they go out of business. What does net dollar retention look like? How much do you expand historical accounts to make up for the ten percent churn gap? So we are doing a much better job in 2021 than we have in recent years. Um, so we, we will be positive net revenue retention this year um, uh, by a modest amount. So 105 percent net revenue. That's great. Return. That's great. So if you churn 10% controlled plus uncontrolled and you expand 15%, your net is 105. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Net dollar retention. That's good stuff. Very cool. How are you getting new customers? What's your CAC? So our client acquisition cost, um, our average deal value is you know 6,500 and it costs us about um, 11,000 um, okay. to bring on 6,500 of revenue. So typically we break even at like the, the 20 month mark. Is that, is that, how do you make up that cash gap? Like, is that, I mean, is that hard? Does that put stress on the business? It does. Um, it puts, it's put stress in the bu- business. Um, 
as we've grown, we've been able to absorb um, that cash flow impact um, more easily. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've, we've really got a, a model where we, we, we're investing about 26% of revenues back into sales and marketing, and we're bringing 8% to the bottom line. So it's, it's pretty predictable um, from that standpoint. Um, and we keep our average client for more than six years. So, That's great. Very cool. So the lifetime is very- strong. Through the roof. Yeah. Jason, good stuff here, man. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Favorite business book. I'm going old school, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dan Dale Carnegie. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Ooh, um, CEO I follow or study. Um, I'm a big fan of Angela Duckworth, who's not a CEO. She's more of a uh, behavioral psychologist, um, but I think mm-hmm. she's got a lot of great material on leadership. Yep. She's a good one. A good book too. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Favorite online tool for building a business. We love Zoom Info. Yeah. Huge, no. huge Zoom Henry's Info. Henry's been on the show many times. Hell of a story there. Good stuff. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Average of six and a half. Okay. And situation, married, single kids? Married, four daughters. Wow. You're a busy guy. How old are you? I am 42. 42. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Invested in multifamily real estate. Are you doing it now? No. (laughs) Too expensive now, right? Too expensive now. Guys, MP.HR launched in 2003 purely as a payroll service group to about 3 million bucks in revenue up in 2013. And Gusto killed them, pushed down margins in the SMB space. They pivoted. Now they do 7.8 million right now in terms of run rate and services revenue, helping people install a tool called ISOB, the applicant tracking system, uh, onboarding, offboarding, all that stuff. They work with over 1,300 customers that make up about almost 40,000 seats. Each customer pays about $6,500 in ACV. They're profitable. They take 8 to 10% of the bottom line every single month. So call 50 to 60 grand at the bottom line every month. Team of 70, totally bootstrapped. Jason, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks so much, Nathan.